I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, hey there, welcome back once again to Drummer Daily. My name's Daniel, I'm so happy that you're here. Um, so I actually wasn't planning on uh, recording an episode today, but I was listening to something in the car earlier and it hit me and I just knew that if I didn't uh, record it now, I wouldn't remember and I'd, uh, and I'd lose the thought. Um, I, I'm pretty organized mostly, most of the time. I have a, um, a little running note that I keep on my phone that I write down ideas for podcast episodes, but this one I just was like, man, I'll, I'll forget the point of this if I don't say it. Um, but interestingly enough, I think this could be a really important episode for many of you listening um, because I want to talk about something that is, uh, I just think it's probably the number one thing that you might come up against wherever you're at because I know that most people who listen to this podcast, uh, probably you included, don't necessarily live in LA or Nashville or New York or London or you know a few of the other handful of cities around the world that there's a, a larger music scene. Um, even though, uh, you know, disclaimer, I live in Nashville and it, more and more of the music business um, the kind of stuff that I see happening, recording and things like that, um, they really could happen anywhere. They don't have, they don't necessarily, the location doesn't come into play as much um, from the recording side of things. Uh, definitely there's like, you know, in Nashville has a Broadway scene, uh, you know, the, the street Broadway, not the, not Broadway musicals. Um, but anyway, uh, this is something that I know a lot of us come up against in our drumming, in our careers. Um, and so I wanted to share a story with you because uh, this didn't happen just now. This happened many years ago uh, before I even really became a full-time musician. I was, I believe I was just out of high school. Yep, I was just out of high school. I'm remembering now. Um, and there was this uh, nonprofit group uh, here uh, close to where I lived uh, in a suburb of Nashville and I can't remember exactly how I became aware of them. I think I had some friends that were involved with them. But this nonprofit group was really cool. And they, you might have seen something like this when you were in school. Um, at least I saw a lot of these kind of things when I was in school. Uh, but what the nonprofit group would do, what this, what this group would do, is they would um, they'd come into like a high school or a middle school and they'd put on an assembly. Um, and a lot of times the assembly, this had to, it was so big, it was like a school-wide assembly, they'd have to put it in like the gym. They couldn't even fit in, in the auditorium for the school unless it was a really big auditorium. And they would put on basically a very short concert. So they would play, they'd have, they'd have a band, they'd bring in these huge 
sound system, state-of-the-art lights, all this stuff, this really great show. They And they would um, have the best of the best musicians. They'd have um, singers that, you know, were excellent. Some of the singers went on to, like, I know I've seen seen one guy who went who sang with that group for a while that went on to uh, be on The Voice, um, got really far on The Voice. I mean, like, really just talented, really good people. They put on this show, like, five or six songs of, like, current modern pop songs. They would do, like, the best job at sounding just like the record. So that was kind of, like, the thing to, like, get kids interested, get kids' attention. Um, and, you know, being a school assembly, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. Uh, and then after that, they would have a speaker that would speak and he would kind of give a, like a positive choice, um, you know, um, anti-drug, that kind of thing message. Um, and it was really impactful. The speaker was incredible. Anyway, um, I had, I, I knew some people were involved in that. And I also knew that, like I said, I had some friends who helped out with it. But also the musicians, like I said, were super talented, and a lot of them were professional full-time musicians, and they were just donating their time uh, to this organization. And I was like, man, that sounds like a lot of fun, um, I, and I wish I could do that. The problem was they had a drummer. And so I am never one to be shy about at least asking and seeing what's possible, so I got in contact with someone who ran the organization. And I just said to him, I said, um, I'm a drummer. I know you've got a drummer. I want to get involved um, and help any way I can. So just what do you need? It doesn't have to, obviously it doesn't have to be music related. I just want to help. And he said, man, that's really cool. Um, I've never had a musician just offer to help. They always just want to play music because it's a real like, you know, glamorous looking thing and that's all they want to do. I was like, well, I just want to help. And so he's like, well, he said, you know, we always need help setting up and tearing down. And, you know, we need some, we need someone who kind of knows their way around, like musical instruments, at least to like help us, you know, set up the sound system and, and, you know, maybe help the drummer get his drum set up, just things like that. And so uh, I said, great, I'm in, let's do it. So I showed up and uh, for months and maybe over a year, I just showed up. It wasn't every week, but it was maybe a couple of times a month. Uh, we would, you know, show up. We'd meet up somewhere at like three in the morning. We had a tour bus company that had donated a tour bus, so we'd get in the tour bus and we'd ride to, you know, a school that sometimes the schools were like, you know, forty-five minutes an hour away, and so um, we'd all get on the bus and show up in a tour bus, and every all the kids would get excited seeing that, you know, and, and we'd we'd do this whole thing, and I'd just work, uh, you know, I, I helped the musicians out when I could, but I was just putting my head down doing work and eventually the drummer I believe he fell off a skateboard or something he was doing one of those things that I always was scared to do um, when I was when I was younger uh, scared specifically because uh, of playing drums I was always scared to injure my wrists or my ankles and not be able to play um, which I actually had happened to me once, so I'll, I'll tell that story to you another time. But anyway, um, he hurt himself somehow, and they were like, well, uh, we have to either cancel this assembly we have coming up or find somebody, and no one knows the show. Uh, no one knows this. And I was like, well, I do, and I'm a drummer. And they're like, oh, yeah, you are a drummer, and I've been around for a year. I pretty much knew the show inside and out. And so they said, 
okay, great. Will you help me? Will you, want, will you help us um, and, and play this assembly? And I said, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's secretly what I'd always wanted to do anyway. So I did it and I had the time of my life. It was so much fun, so cool. And they liked me enough that they basically, you know, the, the other drummer was going to like rush back. I think he broke his collarbone maybe is what he did. Something like that. It was like a thing that you kind of need to move a little bit to play drums. Anyway, he, uh, he was going to try to rush back, like kind of really push it as far as against his doctor's orders. And they basically said to him, like, you know, don't rush back. We got, Daniel's got this. Um, they, they weren't telling him, like, don't come back. They were just saying, like, let's don't, you don't need to push it because Daniel's doing a good job filling in in the meantime. Um, and so I got to play, I think, maybe two or three more times after that until the other drummer was fully recovered and back. Um, and then I went right back to helping set up and tear down stuff like nothing had ever happened. And I did that for another long while. It could have been another year. I don't, again, it, it was a long time. And then eventually the drummer decided to move on to other things. A lot of the rest of the band uh, moved on. And they immediately asked me if I would be interested in playing drums for them. But not only did they ask me to play drums for them, they said, uh, we know you so well, we trust you so well with this. Um, we want you to be the music director for this whole thing, which means I got to pick the rest of the band. Um, I got to have auditions. I got to pick the songs that we were gonna play to stay current with what was popular. Um, I really got put in a really cool position. It was even better than what I originally had tried for. But the lesson of all that, and I did that for years and I met people that, that in the music business, that, that relationships that I have to this day. Um, the lesson from that though is that um, I approached things from a different perspective. Um, and and another, another way of looking at it is this. Um, many of you live in a city where there is probably not much of a recording industry community or a live music uh, industry. And a lot of times we, we look around our environment and say, man, the opportunities are very limited. For example, there was only one of these types of gigs uh, in front of me that I knew of, this nonprofit thing where I didn't have to quit my job. Um, I, you know, it was, it was really cool, high profile. It was really good production. It gave me really good experience without me being, uh, you know, having to go all in and, and leave home for months on end and risk something on, on playing, you know, dirty clubs and stuff like that. Um, there was only one of these gigs, but that to me, didn't matter. Um, you might be looking at the same thing, saying, man, there's not, there's only one opportunity. And I looked at that one's position and said, well, okay, I know that I'm not, it's not realistic for me to come in and take some other drummer's gig, um, but I need to get involved and get close. So that, that might increase my chances down the road. And so I invested my time in a situation that I, that I thought would lead to better things down the road. Um, and for you, kind of a parallel, it's not exactly the same, but what I want to point out to you is this. If you live in an area where there's not much of a professional music scene, meaning you don't see a lot of gigs happening around you, whether it's recording or live or whatever it is, where you're pretty sure drummers are getting paid for what they're doing, or you just don't see that much stuff happening. If you find yourself in that situation, think about it from the other side. It means that 
there is opportunity for you to create the industry where you're at. And what do I mean by that? Well, think about it this way. There are a lot of things, um, and this, this goes back to my, my parallel of my story that I shared with you about this, this uh, nonprofit group. Um, if you go to, let's say there's, there's tons of maybe, every town has people who play guitar. Every town has people who are singer-songwriters. Every town has people who like to play bass or whatever, write songs, stuff like that. If you were to go to one of these people and say, hey, I want to play drums for you. Do you need me to play drums for you? They're probably going to say, no, I don't have any gigs. I don't have any money to pay a drummer or I don't have any recording sessions coming up. No, I don't need a drummer. And that would be the end of the conversation. But you have to start looking at what you have the ability to provide other people as the end result. So for example, you might go to a singer-songwriter and say, hey, look, I'm a drummer, but like, I know that right now you probably don't have much use for just a drummer, um, but I know you might, you know, want to create songs or do other things. Like, what do you need? Like, tell me what you need right now to like do the next thing in your music, in your music career. This is you talking to someone else. Just say like, what do you need? Like if, if, and you could even say something kind of fun, like if I could wave a magic wand, I'm not saying I have any kind of amazing, I don't, I don't have any connections. I just want to be able to help you if I can. If I had a magic wand and can wave it and could give you whatever you want in your music, like what, what do you need? And they might say, well, like I, I know like a, you know, I, I know a bass player um, and he and I work together a lot, but like I really just need to get these songs recorded and like need to like get stuff, get stuff done. Well, you as the drummer may not be, might not be the only missing piece to that, but what if you as a drummer had previously invested in yourself to learn the ins and outs of recording drums, even with just a couple of mics, or mixing uh, music a little more? You could say, hey, look, um, I'm a drummer, so I can play drums for you. You got your bass player. You play guitar and sing. So we've got the basics covered. What if we were to just, just get together and work on doing something, and I can provide you with a finished product? Now, the reality is you really are doing mostly just drumming with some other stuff that's kind of uh, secondary. It's, it's next door to drumming. It's not, the, it's not the main thing that you do, but you've learned some other skills along the way that at the end of the day, can help that other person get the end result that they want. A lot of times people don't know what individual pieces they need to get the end result or they have a specific idea. And so if you start, if you come in to the situation with a specific method for getting what they want saying, you just need a drummer, I'm a drummer, hire me. They might think, well, that's not, that doesn't line up with what in my mind I'd set out that I need. I need the end result of a recorded song. Can you help me get that? And then you can say, yeah, I need, I can help you get that. But if you come in just offering your little piece of the puzzle and you only can offer a little bitty piece of the puzzle, you're putting the responsibility back on everybody else to create that music industry for you. And then just hope that that opportunity opens up at a time when you can see it and you're able to, to go for it. And then at the end of the day, hopefully even make the most of that opportunity and get that gig or get that 
that thing that's available. So instead of looking for opportunities, especially in a market where there may not be that much going on musically, look for the places where you can create opportunities for others and then you can be a part of it. And at the end of the day, if you can create opportunities for others, you'll end up creating opportunities for yourself. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today is create opportunities for yourself. Look around and see where, man, if there's nothing going on in my music scene right now that I could take part in, why can't I go create that music scene? Why can't I go be someone who has learned enough about recording percussion, uh, doing extra drum loops, uh, mixing drums, uh, finding ways to help record other people, um, producing music, uh, whatever else it is, pulling a ba other band members together for, to help people complete their projects, things like that. The more you can learn about those things, the more of an industry you can create for yourself. Uh, the, the most successful musicians I know here in Nashville didn't show up in Nashville and then go around and find the opportunities that already existed and then just drop into those. The most successful musicians that I know showed up in Nashville and even though there was a thriving music community around, they actually created their own new opportunities because when they were able to create their own new things that were going on, they, they made sure everyone knew and everyone did know that the only way to get that thing was to hire that guy as opposed to I've got a need for a drummer, send me 15 drummers and I'll just pick one of them and, and then you throw your hat in with everybody else. So look for opportunities to create opportunities for other people, which will then end up creating opportunities for yourself. All right, that's all I've got for you today. I hope you appreciate this. If you do, I'd love for you to take a screenshot of this, you listening to this podcast on whatever podcast player um, you're using and then post it to social media, tag me at Daniel Hadaway. Um, and I'd love to see what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it. Leave a, uh, maybe, maybe caption that photo mentioning me um, with what you got out of this that you might have liked. Um, and yeah, I'd really appreciate that. Also, reviews inside of the podcast app on Apple especially really help me out, really help me keep this podcast visible and help me uh, keep making this podcast for you. So if you can do that as well, I'd love a review on the podcast service of your choice, but especially Apple if you can. All right, thanks for listening. We'll talk again real soon. Bye for now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.